Well, hello, internet friends near and far. Welcome to another episode of Parks and Conversation. And this is a podcast where we just take a little bit of time to uh, watch an episode of Parks and Recreation, and then we talk about it. And by we, I'm referring to myself, Jason, and uh, my friend joined me all the way across town, Jeremy. Say hello, Jeremy. Hey, that's me. How's it going? It's Jeremy. Uh, it is going so well. Uh, and uh, I mean, I, I as we are recording this, uh, we are just learning and we were talking before going firing open the microphones uh, that uh, Chris Pratt is going to be the voice of Mario in the upcoming uh, Mario movie. I don't know if or, that's a or, or, good thing or a bad thing or the one that you just watched or the one that had, came out 10 years ago. Depending upon when you listen to this, time is weird. Time is weird. And podcasting only makes it more weird. I hope it was good or is good. Both. I, you know what? I have very little uh, expectation Mm -hmm. on any kind of Mario movie. Uh, Have Uh, you been burned before? Yeah. (laughs) Do you not remember Mario (laughs) Brothers? No, no, I do. I just, you know, I just don't know what level of like, you know, anger it creates inside of you thinking about it. Reliving that. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it anger as much as apathy. <laughs> so that is a movie that has happened. Yeah, and then there's also the Super Mario Super Show, oh, which oh man, you can find on Netflix, and it is uh, really something. Did you watch that when you were a kid? No, the Super Mario Super Show. Oh man, Mm-mm. one of the things. Have you ever seen it? I, I don't know. Not that I know of. All right, we're redirecting this entire podcast. Okay. Uh, the Super Mario Super Show is a mix of live action Mario and Luigi plumbing business in the real world and Mario yes. and Luigi and Bowser in the cartoon world. Um, the two worlds don't interact I, at all. I do remember this now. Yes. All right. And then they also had in every episode like trailers, previews for a Legend of Zelda cartoon because that was a different show. So there were two shows, Nintendo-centric, and they were both bad. So that's where that's at. All right. Well, but, I'm glad we cleared that up. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's not really the point that people came <laughs> here for. Um so if you are looking for a Super Mario Super Show podcast, uh, good luck. <laughs> Today, we're talking about Season 4, Episode 10, Citizen Nope. And uh, this episode is uh, the aftermath of uh, Ben and Leslie coming public, uh, going public with their relationship. Leslie suspended and uh, Ben resigned in disgrace. And so... What are they going to do now? Their whole life has been government focused and serving the public. So, uh, you know, you'd think two weeks suspension, you know, take some time to relax and uh, get uh, get your brain straight. And um, yeah, that's that's maybe what most people would do. Take a take a beat. Take a sabbatical. Yeah. Real quick. Just a short one. Two weeks. Just rest. That's not what Leslie does. Mm mm. And uh, and so the cold open has Leslie sneaking in to work uh, (laughs) late at night in the dark to transfer some files onto a flash drive or a thumb drive, whatever, a USB stick, however you want to call it. And uh, she is not yet realized that Dropbox is a thing. And if she had Dropbox, she probably would have been saving some things to the cloud and not having to come in. So this is an important thing to remember, everybody. Uh, You can back up your files to multiple locations. Um, And this episode is brought to you by Backblaze, hopefully. (laughs) Is that a thing? I've never even heard of that. Yeah, I use Backblaze uh, for my offsite backup. I currently have uh, two backups. I have an onsite backup. And then a cloud backup in case my my house catches fire. Wow. So it backs up every night at midnight. So one thing we know is that clouds never catch on fire. No, never. They're full of water. Mm-hmm. So and anyway, and so data. <laughs> yeah, which is good. I mean, I, I want my I don't want dry data. 
want my <laughs> my data <laughs> to be moist. Uh-huh, yep. <laughs> so you got there. Um, yeah. So uh, Leslie's in there, and the the jump drive is transferring very slowly, and uh, and then out of nowhere, Chris Traeger shows up uh, <laughs> and is dressed to go running. Uh, so like he must have been working late and running home. That's that's my headcanon for why he's the way he is. Yeah. Um, and Leslie notes his new jogging shirt and he points out that it's an experimental fabric fabric called Bumbleflex <laughs> made of synthetic bees wings. Now, this got me thinking. What would you do with a synthetic bee wing? <laughs> Are people like finding wings without bees and like grafting synthetic wings onto them? Yeah, prosthetic bees wings. Okay. Like, they, okay, like you well, see like dolphins like have gotten their, their mm-hmm. tails, you know, hurt. And so they, they give them prosthetic tails. Yeah, bees. You know, why not? They just, Is that a real thing? The dolphin the dolphins? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Dorsal fins on whales. People have made prosthetics for animals. I mean, it's a tail as old as time. For Well, because whales are old is what I'm saying. Okay. Well. All right. I did not know that. So now they're doing that with bees, I guess. And so, <laughs> and so Chris, uh, is tells Leslie, you can't be here. You got to be suspended. And Leslie's like, no, I'm just getting some of this work to take home. <laughs> so I'll still be suspended. And I love that. Chris does not like saying the word no. Right. But, and so he spells it and, <laughs> Oh, uh, and, uh, and so then, She's like, I just want to do all my job at home and I won't be here, essentially. Uh, and so Leslie's like, no, you can't do that. And so he's like, give me the the, the flash drive. Uh, Leslie gives him nasal spray instead, <laughs> thinking he's dumb um, because they feel very different. Uh, and then they do a, a swap, like, give me the f- jump drive, give me the nasal spray. <laughs> uh, and uh, they swap on three. And then Leslie grabs the jump drive anyway and then runs out the building and then knocks a chair down <laughs> to try to trip chris up and chris is like his response is i'm much faster than you i have bumble flex <laughs> and when he and when he leaps over the chair he does like a super mario jump pose like it was it just like if you turn off the sound and watch watch him jump over the chair it's hilarious yeah in my notes i wrote he has good form jumping over the chair. <laughs> good, good chair form. Yeah. Good job, man. Yeah. So, yeah, which I love the, the, the trope of like chasing like through a, you know, crowded kitchen in a restaurant, right? They run through and somebody without fail, somebody's going to pull down a rack of like pans and, to slow the person down. Yeah, and somebody has to get burned by something. Right. Like has to. And so, you know, Parks and Rec doesn't have a big chase scene budget. <laughs> and so their expense is like, just knock that chair over. Right. <laughs> I love it. So, um, and Leslie thinks that's actually going to do something because whether or not Chris jumped over it, he could have still like taken two steps around it. Sure. And he is much faster than Leslie. So. Um, do you think he yes. got the flash drive back? Uh, yeah, I think he did. Okay. He is much faster and he's got bumble flex. So. Um, I don't know what a, I don't know what that fabric would, how that would help you run better. But anyway, I'm thinking way too much about <laughs> a thing that doesn't exist. <laughs> so, well, that's what this, um, that's what this is for. This is exactly what it's for. It's just a, a t-shirt material that is so light that it literally helps you run faster. Like, like shoes with lightning bolts on the side. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so like my when my son had Lightning McQueen shoes when mm-hmm. he was like three years old. Yeah. And he was actually faster. Or his Flash costume that he had when he was also three years old. <laughs> and he believed he was actually faster. Right. Same kind of thing. I think so. Okay, cool. Yeah, so Chris is just in a costume. Um, that's all. Speed costume. Right, exactly. Exactly. All right. So, uh, so that's the, uh, op- the cold open setting up a bit of the tone for the, the, uh, the rest of the episode, Leslie can't work and she'll probably die. <laughs> so <laughs> Leslie, you have two weeks to live. Unfortunately, you can't do the thing you love the most, which is work. She, she's, so. a, she's a shark, man. She got, she's got to keep moving. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, with that in mind, then it cuts after credits, uh, Leslie and Ben, now that their relationship is public, 
they are eating breakfast together at JJ's diner. Um, and, uh, you know, they're talking about what they're going to do with their life. Uh, and Leslie's like, this suspension is actually a blessing. We get to be together. And Ben says, yeah, I feel the same way about resigning in disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and Leslie's like trying to, uh, pep him up. Like, you know, you, you gotta just stay busy. I invented a new spice called Sulgur. It's part salt, part sugar. Um, and Ben's like, what is that good for? Uh, butterscotch pudding. Uh, and we'll see another thing that will it'll be good for later as well. Is sugar um, is sugar a spice? I don't know. I'm not a, a I'm not a foodtician. Okay. Um, right. I would I would think anything that um flavors something would be a spice. Hmm. Hmm. Listener, let us know. Is, is sugar a spice? Sweetener, maybe. I, yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, but like. <laughs> Cinnamon is a spice, right? Oh, for sure. But it's not sweet it, inherently. It's usually sometimes it it's sweet. Well, it's when it's with sweet things like frosting, or when it's contrasting a bitter thing like coffee. It adds a sweetness to the coffee. Or is that just your mouth saying there's an absence of bitterness? Wow, this got deep. <laughs> um, some coffee now, man. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, yeah. Just tell hmm. us. Tell us how wrong we are. Yeah, listener, this. email us at <laughs> parksandconversation at gmail.com. Let us know. Uh, and if you had Solger, what other applications would you use it on? Um, and so the, um, yeah, so Leslie is, they're kind of walking through their day. Leslie's like, I've got a meeting with my advisors. Uh, and Ben says, yeah, I've got this job doing in-house accounting work for an accounting firm. <laughs> so that could be pretty interesting. And he seems like he's... Uh, like really actually optimistic yeah. about this. Um, and, and then his, re his response is like, you know, if I haven't re resigned in disgrace, I might never have explored the private sector. <laughs> Why didn't I resign in disgrace 12 years ago? <laughs> and Leslie's like, you need to stop saying that, especially in job interviews. <laughs> right. So He's like, oh yeah, good call. So that's kind of the, the divergence of their plot. So the A plot is going to be Leslie dealing with not being able to work. The, the B plot will be, Ben and his uh, prospects and our C plot will be what's going on in the parks department. Um, and so, cause they're uh, that's where the it goes next is the parks. Leslie sends Anne to give everybody gifts at work. Now I know that Leslie knows where all these people live. Mm -hmm. And just because she's suspended from work doesn't mean she can't go to their houses. Sure. Right. But she still sends Anne to do all of her deliveries because Anne is essentially a doormat. You know, we we talked a while ago about Chris and Anne and they're defining their relationship, like talking about what was wrong. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when Chris was dating Millicent and things weren't working very well. Um, and Chris uh, Anne said, like, you basically make everybody into you. But really, the problem is Anne lets everybody make her into whatever they want her to be. Yeah. We saw that when she was dating those, yeah. all those guys and turned into the cowboy and the, the weightlifter or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So here, Anne has, <laughs> Leslie wants Anne to be her FedEx. <laughs> and so she's delivering presents for her. So anyway, it's just, it, and the more I watch this, the more annoyed I am with Anne because it's like, you can be, a person and you don't have to be whatever Leslie says you are. But anyway, uh, so the gifts that Anne delivers for Andy, uh, a certified gold mouse rot album, uh, which sold over 100 copies in Pawnee, which is not a true certified gold album. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's his gift. Donna gets a uh, personalized leopard printed robe. And on the back, it says you can't get it. Um, and Tom got a uh, watch the throne uh, substitute. Instead of tickets to the tour, it's a uh, stopwatch and a tiny throne. And inside the stopwatch, it's just no clock. It just says baller time. <laughs> so I think that's probably the, the best gift of all of them so far. Um, and then uh, she gave April a picture of her slaying the black eyed peas. Uh, <laughs> and for Ron, a remote control door closer thing, which is definitely something that Ron would never use uh, 
for ill. But over the last uh, several years, we saw that that's a real thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, creepy people like Matt Lauer used it creepily. So that just watching this was like, ew, gross, icky. But Ron has windows on his office, um, you know, so he can't Matt Lauer it up. But still very weird. Um, but very, so, but very on point. Like the whole point is like all of these gifts are like super personal, and right, yeah. And Leslie knows her people to get them like the things that would actually get them excited. Yeah, and Ron is like emotional right. with this gift, um, and so he comes out and says, "Listen, we've got to like make it up to Leslie. She's gone above and beyond, um, and so we need to uh, what he says erase the enormous emotional debt that has built up over the years." <laughs> Of this gift giving imbalance because Ron's <laughs> gift is $20 bills right. to everybody. So I was like, we got to make it up, for, up to her. Um, and so everybody starts thinking of ideas and uh, Jerry is, uh, is the, so great. Oh, geez. Socks. She gets me. <laughs> <laughs> the least personalized gift um, is the socks. And uh, yeah, so Jerry um, makes... He's just really stoked about the socks. So let's follow this C plot plan. Um, and so fast forward um, and April and they're talking in the office and April is uh, saying we could get Leslie some marshmallow fluff um, because she has some. And Andy's like, correction, you had some. <laughs> um, and he's holding it in his hand. And April's like, did you scoop it out of the jar with your hand like a bear? Yes, I can't get it off. <laughs> so which absolutely that's it, what Andy would do. Uh, his boss is gone. He's Leslie's assistant and uh, she's gone. So what, what else is he going to do with his time? Dude, marsh- other than mar- eat candy. Marshmallow fluff is so good. I, I don't think I've ever had marshmallow oh, fluff. Oh man, marshmallow fluff on graham crackers or or like Andy did. I, I might use a spoon at least, but yeah, it's it's legit. It's good. Well, well where's Andy going to find a spoon? <laughs> right. I mean, he's in an entire building that has a cafeteria. Yeah. So no hope. Um, so Tom comes in and he's, uh, he has created a word cloud out of Leslie's emails, letters, and memos. Um, and so in there, you can see all of the words that are used the most are big. And, uh, and Ron points out that Ben and much larger, Anne, (laughs) (laughs) she definitely loves Anne. Um, and then he has this idea that they'll build a small model of the parks department and he's already got like supplies Mm -hmm. he can he can build things and and he's like it will be cute uh ron has a hard time with the the cute word in that sentence um and uh and he and then's like we got a better idea because ann is trying to personalize this for leslie it's like let's make a candy version of the office because candy was also prominent in the word cloud um and so everybody is so excited about the the candy model that they're all getting excited about candy canes, gumdrops, all kinds of stuff. It'll be adorable. And uh, Ron is like, but I've already got like the nice wainscoting and it's like, he's good to go. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they're off making the gingerbread. And as you um, continue forward um, and they, they, they're getting everything together and Anne's like, Ron's going to make the model. And then we're going to put all the candy decorations in our corners of the office. Um, and Andy makes a rock and roll Andy out of giant marshmallows, which actually looked pretty delicious. <laughs> um, and then uh, Ron is like, that's really good. I didn't make anything for my office. And April, because she knows April, she, she knows Ron so well. Uh, she made a marshmallow Ron Swanson. His arms are crossed because he's mad at all the other marshmallow workers for annoying him. Uh, and again, Ron's like pretty... Uh, he seems emotional when <laughs> like, it's fine. Right. Uh, but it's, it's like, you kn- it's so good. It's so perfect. You know him so well. And then Tom talks too much about chocolate. Um, and what kind of chocolate he is. And he also didn't shape it into anything. He just has a bag of chocolate. <laughs> well, not only uh, that, chocolate it's, it's fudge. It's just fudge. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, when you say that, what kind of chocolate do you like? I don't think fudge. Like, I don't, I don't know why. I just don't think fudge. I mean, it is it's chocolate, but still, right. It's not what I go to. Like, you know, it sounds good. Fudge. I do love fudge though. Soft chocolate. Yeah. It's like, let's say you had all your teeth removed because you ate too much candy, Uh but you don't want to give up candy. No. And in particular candy bars. That's ridiculous. The the next best thing is something that's basically chewed already. Mm -hmm. 
We don't know. Fudge. We don't know how it's really made. It could be. Yeah, you just put it in your mouth and let it melt. Mm, so good. Um, and then uh, Donna uh, shares hers. Uh, she made her desk out of silver M and M's, um, but they don't make that, so she spray painted them. And Anne points out that don't anybody eat that; those are poisonous. Um, and he's like, "Yeah, duh," with his mouth like <laughs> all silver. <laughs> and Anne and uh, April at the same time, because they both have to adult for Andy. Uh, tell him to go throw up. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't uh, eat any. <laughs> he's just lying, <laughs> and he goes, yeah. um, head, and head down in shame, like all right, busted. Yeah, uh, and so then fast forward, and Ron is trying to put the um, the the model of the office together, and he's got these giant graham crackers um, and wood glue. Yeah, <laughs> and and he's he's. You know, working with wood glue, you have to apply a lot of pressure to get it to stick together. And once it sticks together, you know, it's the glue is a very good binder. But um, every time he pushes the, the graham crackers together, they break. And he's so frustrated because he's like, I can build anything, but I can't glue these two graham crackers together. And then Andy is like, it's so easy. And he takes some like marshmallow fluff, essentially. And he's like, I know a lot about candy. I play with it. I eat it. Sometimes I play with it and eat it. Boom. And he just puts the walls together um, really quickly because it's not hard. And Ron is like, all right, everybody else do make this candy house. I'll figure out some way to be useful some other way. So Ron had this really great idea. It's been hijacked by the team. And, uh, and he's um, pretty frustrated about it. Um, and then we'll come back to the C plot at the at the end of the the episode because good the, the plots converge together good call good call i like it so all right so then let's talk about ben's aspirations um and he is uh going into his interview um and uh we have met this accountant before barney is his name barney and he was the uh the guy who came to leslie's house to give a presentation. Um, and when it comes to accounting software, there's no accounting for taste. <laughs> and uh, Andy loved that joke. <laughs> if you remember. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we, we, when we first meet Barney, um, I don't know if they had any idea right. that Barney was going to come back. But as soon as they had this opportunity for Ben Wyatt to go interview at an accounting firm, it only makes sense that Pawnee would have the one accounting firm. And, uh, and so he, they call Barney up. Mike Scher's like, listen, actor who plays Barney, um, John, we need you back. John Balma. John Balma, we need you back. And John Balma's probably like, listen, I hung up my, my acting accounting, <laughs> uh, uniform. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing serious roles now. And then like, listen, we, we need you to save the show. And, and Barney, actor who played Barney, John Baum was like, okay, I'm in. He, I'm in. He didn't want to be typecast as an accountant. No. Look what happened to Ben Affleck. <laughs> That's a good movie. Uh, have you seen that movie? Uh, no, it, yeah, it's been a while, but yeah. Yeah, I like that movie. Um, all right, so Barney uh, is reviewing Ben's resume and he's like, you've got all these great, uh, skills you've done everything and ben says they, that's why they call me the swiss army accountant <laughs> and they they don't call me that he immediately shoots it down but barney's like they should yeah um <laughs> and barney just it just, just like chuckles you know it's like oh huh, yeah yeah because the swiss army knife can do everything sure and so it's like yeah you've got a little bit of skill for everything and and so we get this little indication that barney is uh he's jiving with uh with ben's sense of humor um, and then he's like, well, look, I think you'd be great addition to the team. You need to meet the division heads. Um, and so Ben's like, oh, great. And it looks like this is all going to happen. Uh, and as Ben is leaving, he says, well, uh, calc you later. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, even, and even Ben's so, so I, like Ben's face at that point is kind of like, I don't know. Like, is this, is this joke going <laughs> to land? Like he's even he, as he says, you, you almost see like the almost regret in his face. Which I've, yeah. I've, you know, I, I can empathize with that. Yes, it was a, this was a mistake. Yeah. 
And as um, it's mm. almost like any type of authority figure, Ben gets nervous around mm-hmm. like the police. And so he just starts yeah. to yeah. say things. <laughs> and, <laughs> but Barney laughs. He loves it. <laughs> this is the best thing that has ever happened because they don't get a lot of humor around here. And when we do, it's wonderful. Um, and so then he yells out to Ted. <laughs> it's like, Ted, come in here. Ted! Like, <laughs> Say it to Ted when he comes in. <laughs> Which, redo, redo that thing. Redo it. <laughs> Which is the worst place to be as you tell a joke yes. that's so situational, yeah. so tied into that moment. And then tell this other person who wasn't here what you just said. And especially if, especially if you think about the joke itself is he's leaving. So there's, Ted's okay. going to come in and like say the joke again, which is basically like, well, bye. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not a joke. Yeah, it's not a joke. Well, no, I mean, like, you got to introduce him. Like, Ben, have you made Ted? Ted, this is Ben. He's like, okay, well, talk you later. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be real hard. Uh, but, you know, they're so humor deprived. Right. That uh, I'm sure even Ben is hilarious. Kill. Yeah. And we don't ever meet Ted. I know. Well, um, maybe maybe is we Ted the see other him? accountant in the future. Uh, yeah, I think he might be. Uh, I, I don't know that okay. for sure, but we'll check into that. Yeah. So in the future, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. It's way too much work to actually just look it up. Um, so we'll just let it happen to us. Uh, so his next interview is with Dennis Feinstein. Feinstein. Um, Feinstein. Feinstein. I like Steen. Feinstein. Yeah. All right. And uh, and so they. Uh, go into Dennis's office and he says, well, thank you for meeting me, Mr. Feinstein. And he says, please call me Dennis Feinstein. (laughs) (laughs) Which I love. I love when people play with that, um, you know, call me by my first name or, you know, please. Or Mr. Feinstein was my dad's name. Donald, Donald Glover on 30 rock. When he's like, um, so Mr. Or he says, oh, Donald Glover. He's like, no, please call me Mr. Glover. Donald Glover, that's my dad's name. <laughs> <laughs> what I am waiting for is the day that my kids uh, bring somebody over and they say, this is my dad. And they say, oh, nice to meet you, Mr. Duman. And I can say, no, that's my dad's name. Oh, man. Call me Dr. Duman. Dr. Duman. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I have a, a doctorate, not to brag. So, but no one ever calls me that. So. That's my only shot. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So Dennis is like, I'm going to cut right to the chase. Cologne is my whole thing. Um, and uh, why should I trust you with my business? And Ben gives his, um, you know, his, his, his credentials. He's worked in government accounting. He wants to be in the private sector for a change. And then ben, he's like, listen, I, I like you, but I also like Eddie. And <laughs> Ben's like, who's Eddie? And then he's like, Eddie is my current CFO. And he points and there's Eddie is in the room right <laughs> over on the side. Um, and I, uh, I might fire him and hire you. <laughs> it's like, I, do you have kids? No, that's good. Dumb, dumb. Eddie has two kids. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I just love Dennis Feinstein so much. Yeah. Dumb, dumb. Eddie has two kids. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and Ben is like, "Oh no, don't fire him!" Like, like, it's like Eddie, keep I'm him. sorry. Why do you even have him here? <laughs> like, don't uh, don't talk to him. Like he's subhuman. But not even that. Treat him like you would treat a person in another country that you paid twenty five thousand dollars to hunt. <laughs> Ben's like, "What are you talking about? I'm talking about the best vacation of my life." <laughs> <laughs> and, this, and then it just keeps getting funnier because he's like, "That's it. I thought I like I'm done. I don't." I do not want this job. I don't want it. He's trying to leave. And Dennis is like, dude, you're crazy, man. <laughs> we'll be in touch. Like, like the fact that he doesn't want the job is like, this is the guy I want. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's a, it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good thing going on here. So, um, yeah. So Ben and Leslie will meet later and they'll talk about this a little bit. Um, but, uh, Ben is not really sure what he wants. And so Leslie will say, hey, why don't you just pause for a bit? Take some time. Yeah. And so Ben is on his way uh, to, it, to it, I think, go tell the, um, tell the people at the accounting firm he doesn't want the job, mm-hmm. which is like, that's a phone call, man. <laughs> don't go in. Um, but he needs to go into this business complex 
with a hair salon <laughs> or a a waxing salon mm-hmm. because he needs to run into John Ralphio Saperstein, the voice of wisdom. Who jumps on him like a kid in high school. Like Right. Right. That comes up from behind, puts his hand on your shoulder and like launches up. And it's yeah, I was like, this guy, he just never grows up. Yeah. And uh and so he's like he yells at Benjamin and he jumps on him and Ben's like, oh my God. And John Ralphio, his response is, Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Right? Yeah, I know. I'm a lot. I'm a lot. Yeah, that's fine. There's a lot going on here. Um, and uh and so he's like, What's going on? His hair is extra Ralphioed. Yeah, it's a lot. He's just so, so much on John Ralphio, uh, like turned to 11 today. Right. And he's like, he's like, I'm good. I'm actually going right here for an appointment, getting a Brazilian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, and then he talks about the, the woman that he does this for him named Kim. Um, and he's like, when she rips it off, she smiles and it makes you feel things. <laughs> Throw my name in, get a referral discount. <laughs> so, if you don't mind. And, yeah, and Ben's just like, okay. <laughs> and then the next line is so funny because he goes, so I heard somebody resigned in disgrace. Like, so it's the exact words that he was not supposed to be using. And yet John Ralph, so it just tells you what a terrible line that really is. Cause if John Ralphie was using it, you should not be using it. Right. Um, yeah. And so he's like, how are you going to make money? And then he's like, well, I'm actually uh, thinking about taking this job for this accounting firm. Uh, and John's like, John Ralph is like, I almost fell asleep in that sentence. <laughs> um, and he's like, if you, you're going to be an accountant for accountants. So in this boring job, you have the boring job. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so then John Ralphie, I was like, listen, this is the first time you've had off since you were kid president. <laughs> <laughs> Which is is that a movie? I think that turned out to be a movie later. No, Kid President was this kid who uh did YouTube videos during the Obama administration. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh and so he's this is the first time you've had off since you were kid president. Why don't you use that time to go after one of your passions like model trains or like toy Gandalfs <laughs> or something? <laughs> so <laughs> like I know people who are super into model trains. Uh-huh. Um and it is a passion for them. I, I've never heard of anybody who's very passionate about toy Gandalfs <laughs> or, so, or something. And Ben's like, I don't know why you jumped right to model trains. I mean, it's accurate. <laughs> that's the nice thing about Ben is like, even if he gets offended, he at least lets you know, like, like that offends me. But I mean, it is true. You're not wrong. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't like that. You pointed that out, but. <laughs> and, uh, and then I'm just going to, can I just read exactly John Ralphio's closing remark oh, to this whole thing? Please. All right. I'm going to tell you something that I once heard from a very, very smart woman named Kim. And Ben's like, the woman who waxes you? <laughs> she told me, if you don't love what you do, then why do it? Then she ripped the hair from my beehole. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> like just, boom. Reaction shot from Ben and out. <laughs> this is one of the most magical John Ralphio scenes. It feels like they, they were like, Ben Schwartz, who plays John Ralphio, was like, just came by the office as they were writing. And I'm like, you know what? You haven't been in the show for a while. He's like, yeah, anytime. Let me know. And uh, I'm like, okay, we'll dial it up. We'll, we'll let you, we'll let you be the hero in Ben's story for this episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And so John Ralphio sets Ben on a trajectory of discovering himself. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's the, uh, that's the C plot. All right, so let's go back to the A-plot as Leslie is um, with Ben and, and Ben, like they're having breakfast together um, and they, she said, you know, you can still, no, wait, that's not it. Sorry. Um, Leslie goes to her uh, meeting with her campaign people, mm-hmm. uh, William and Elizabeth. And according to the script, they're both named Barnes. So... Uh, as we find out, their brother and sister later. Okay, that, that's got to be what it is. Um, well, it could be husband, and so, or husband and wife. But no, because Elizabeth will. Oh, that's right. Let Leslie know that that she's gay, and so it could, um, they still could be. Hu- Never mind. Yeah, they could also be cousins. <laughs> yeah, sure. Or clones of Bucky Barnes. Um, and so Leslie comes into their office with holiday guests for her team, um, and uh, 
She got a tree ornament for William. And as she's slowly pulling out, she doesn't know their, <laughs> right. their relationship. Like, or like she doesn't know their last name. I don't know what's going on. Um, and, uh, and so, and she's pulling, slowly pulling out a Nope 2012 menorah, maybe. <laughs> no. And there's like, okay, good. Then I got you an ornament too. Uh, and so they're going to try to help her figure out what to do after this scandal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, so they're going to do some polls and, and all that stuff. And they say, Hey, listen, sit tight, take a beat, relax, cut to a talking head. And sit. Leslie's like, I don't do those things. In fact, while I was in that meeting, I was also planning my mother's birthday party in my head. And then strawberry margaritas, another use for Selger. Um, and so she does not like this idea of not working. Um, and then cuts to Ben and Leslie at uh, Ben and Andy and April's house um, as uh, they're, Ben and Leslie are eating dinner together. And uh, Ben is like, mm, I love Mia Calzone, hmm. <laughs> which interesting will be important later. Um, where, where, where are you at with the whole Italian, uh, you know, are you calzone, calzone, uh, pizza? Like, you know, I don't know what the other ones are. Hot pocket. Hot pocket. Uh, pizza pocket. Str- stromboli, I think. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. I like all that stuff. Okay. I can't eat it regularly because Ooh. I want to keep a heart. <laughs> so that's my, the thing that slows me down. But. Yeah, where are you at with this stuff? Yeah, no, no, I I, I enjoy calzone, you, but you really have to. The, I think the very first calzone I ever had, they didn't bring me the side of the the sauce. I didn't know you're supposed to like because it's very bready. It feels like there's just more bread. Yes, and so I didn't have the sauce, so- and so I was like, I don't, I don't get it. And then I, I somebody had one, and they had the extra sauce. I was like, this is amazing. So, but it's also yeah. a lot more work than pizza. So yeah, pizza's easier. It's better. Well, I think the calzone. Like in intention is supposed to be, I, I, well, let me back up. I think the best size calzone is hot pocket size because you can hold it with your hand and you can take it to the go on the go. Like as you're skateboarding with the cool kids, mm-hmm. you can be eating a, a hot pocket. Yeah. Right. And even now the hot pocket sleeve, there's like a, the, there's some that have a little like catch at the bottom of it. Um, and I was I was spending way too much time analyzing the a hot pocket the other day. And there there are instructions on the hot pocket sleeves that we had to like rip levels down as you're biting. Oh yeah. And I was like, this is brilliant, you guys. Thank you. I appreciate the hot pocket company. Um and so yeah, I love I love a calzone. But yeah, the mo- like if you go to Sabaro and you get a calzone. It's really just a, I think, a scam on many of their their places because it's like, you know, the real money in pizzeria is uh, in the toppings, and so we want to fill people up with the bread, right? So we don't have as many toppings mm-hmm. um, because it's all bread and crust, which I love bread and crust. Sure, don't get me wrong, but uh, I also, I mean, bread and crust are a topping delivery system. Exactly. And, and, and so, the cheese is the glue that keeps it all together. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to kind of, you know, know what you're going into when you commit to a calzone, but then also recognize that, uh, you know, there's options. You don't have to, just because you came here looking for a calzone doesn't mean you're married to that decision. I think it'd be great to it, start just carrying around calzones, you know, like, like to go food, just eating mm-hmm. giant calzones. People are like, what are you doing? It's like, well, it's just a giant hot pocket. Like, what's the difference? Yeah, well, uh, you're you're a braver man than I. Um, <laughs> they're also very hot. That's true. The, cal- the calzone, like the way that they serve them at the, at these different establishments, like, like it's on a plate, it's big, it's hot because they got to cook all of the insides of the calzone. Mm-hmm. So you got to really uh, know what you're getting into there, and it's, it is a commitment. It maybe it's best for sharing. Yeah. All right. I'm, anyway, I might not have thought that through. Well, I'll workshop it. I know. (laughs) (laughs) You do that. You do that. Um, And so, uh, yeah, so they're eating. Penn is eating a calzone. um, And Leslie's like, I'm going crazy. They won't let me park, do work in the parks department. They won't let me work on the campaign. I don't know what to do. I want to improve the town. And nobody's let me do that. And uh, Ben is noticing as she's doing this, she's scooping a lot of Salger on her pasta. And he says, that's a lot. And she's like, no, this is just sugar. (laughs) And it breaks the fourth wall. He just looks right at the camera like, yeah. what am I supposed to do with this, guys? 
I, this is this is something. Um, and uh, and so, you know, he Ben says, you know, I think they're going to make me an offer at that accounting firm. And he's like, that's great. Are you going to take it? Well, it pays well. The commute's long. Uh, I didn't love the carpeting, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I love Ben. <laughs> I'm I I don't know. There, Jeremy, we're friends. Okay, what I'm about to say oh, that's comes cool. from comes from a a a, a deep friendship. <laughs> but this moment in in listening to Ben, I was like, wow. <laughs> Strong Jeremy energy here. <laughs> yeah, because it's kind of like, I mean, here's this opportunity, here's this thing that this is what the universe has provided. And, uh, you know, it might not be perfect. And you already see the flaws in it, but, you know, here we go. This is, this is my life now. You know, on the carpet. Yeah. <laughs> the commute's mm-hmm. long. The carpet's long. Not good. <laughs> like, wow. But then you shake it off. You just, just shake it. He just kind of, he shakes his head like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'll make it work. I'm the funny. I'll be the funny guy there. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. I got that going for me. I'm, <laughs> I'm already the funniest person <laughs> Barney's ever met. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, so he's like, I don't know. I'll see what else is out there. And, uh, you know, it was like, yeah, take a month. Do it. And uh, so, yeah, yeah. And then Ben also tells her, like, you can you can't run you can't work and you can't run your campaign, but you can still do serve as a private citizen. And Leslie has this great idea to harness the community. Um, And so she starts a a committee. And she leaves. And then Ben, like, just says, I can hear you breathing. And yes, you can finish her pasta. (laughs) And April and Andy come out of the closet that they were hiding in and they just start chowing down on her pasta. And Andy's like, hmm, tastes like Fruit Loops, (laughs) which sounds gross. Um, And so cut to Leslie um, and she's got her team. um, And she welcomes everybody to the first meeting of Parks Committee of Pawnee or PCP. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and one of the ladies is like, should we really call it PCP? And yes, because like the drug PCP, we are so fast acting and powerful. We should be illegal. <laughs> so uh, and before anybody and before anybody can say anything, she's like, now, what do you want to see fixed in the parks? <laughs> like, just keep going. Yeah. And, you know, this lady has a great idea. I've noticed the White Hills hiking path could really use some upkeep. Um, and, I, and then I was thinking we organize a letter writing campaign and Leslie just like no one reads that <laughs> except one person. Uh, and she, they, he is great. Um, and, uh, but they can't because he was suspended. And <laughs> so it's like pretty clearly you're talking about Leslie. Um, so, uh, but yeah, we can't have a letter writing campaign. So if we want to get the government off their bloated bureaucratic butts, we need to, our voice to be heard. And that's what we're going to do. And then she quotes. Friday Night Lights. <laughs> Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Um, and then uh, cuts to uh, next we see Leslie is uh, Jerry and Donna are leading a uh, town forum. Um, and in particular, they're asking, are there any other recommendations for new games at the rec center? Um, and uh, the first of the lady says, my, lo- my daughter loves shoots <laughs> and ladders. And uh, then the guy who, who chants, whose name is his character name, is Chance Frenum. Uh, and he chants. It's great. Uh, Chance Frenum says, there's no strategy in shoots and ladders, and it's just luck. And she's like, my daughter's five. Well, your daughter's an idiot. And then he starts leading the chant. Her daughter is an idiot. Her daughter is an idiot. <laughs> and Leslie's like, nope, no, 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 no. No, she's not. I am Leslie Nope. I represent the PCP. And then she starts giving their six demands. Um, and... Uh, Jerry is like, listen, uh, this is a public forum about improvements on the rec center. Um, and, and then let's like, why isn't Yahtzee there? That's a, a, a tragedy on par with human trafficking. <laughs> and everybody is like, mm, no <laughs> record, record scratch. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so, yeah, so Leslie and her team are, um, going for it here. They're confronting the system. Uh, as private citizens so it cuts outside and like we've made some waves let's keep the momentum going and she's like this is chris traeger's phone number call him every 15 minutes (laughs) we need to protest along his his jogging route um and go to every gnc within five miles and uh but there's only 12 of us and another person's like 13 and so look we're growing Uh, there's nothing we can't do if we work hard never sleep and shirk all other responsibilities in our lives are you with me so yeah these people are really committed to Leslie's campaign uh, or not campaign cause cause. Thank you. And so the uh, next time we see Leslie, uh, Chris's assistant comes in 
uh, and it's like your 11 o'clock is here and it's Leslie coming in uh, as a concerned citizen and community leader and saying she represents PCP, the Parks Committee of Pawnee. And then Chris is like, oh, those are the people who've been harassing me. <laughs> um, and uh, and so she's like, we have six unfunded projects that need to be dealt with immediately. And uh, Chris is like, well, and, and he's tr- trying to talk to her. And he's like, that's not good enough. <laughs> so, um, but Leslie is like militant in this. And, uh, and she's like, Chris, like, I'm just meeting with you because I'm being polite to you. But you not you need to put all an end to this. And let's like prepare to bat for battle. But I also got you a pr- present. <laughs> it's basically a Fitbit, right? <laughs> and uh, and Chris is excited um, because this is exactly like again another el- example of how thoughtful Leslie is. Yeah, this is exactly what Chris would want. A little hug and a little, um, little, little like like a, a very friendly kiss on the cheek. And then they're awesome. She friends. says, "Yeah." And then she, as she's leaving, she says, "See you in hell." <laughs> So oh, man, she's, she's good. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So then, uh, that would have been a credit scene right there. So it cuts back to, or a commercial break. Right. Um, and so <laughs> William and Leslie and Elizabeth are meeting and like, well, we see you taking your advice about relaxing sarcastically. Um, and this is a little citizen group I put together and they tell her basically, um, uh, you know, they were polling at 26. They're hoping to be at 15 and, um, and they could maybe re, stay in the fight and leslie is like oh are we at 15 we went back to 26 well wait 50 percent um and elizabeth says we're at one <laughs> and leslie assumes 100 because <laughs> that would be a full percent is one um and so um and then uh and she said you're elizabeth said william then says you're pulling at one percent and like we can't we can't fix this there's no spin to this um and let's like you're looking at it like 90 empty i'm looking at one percent full <laughs> the last delicious sip of a milkshake at the bottom of the metal milkshakey thing oh. um and so they're like no there's nothing we can do which made me think like what? any place that like i've ever had a milkshake that has the metal milkshakey thing there i have almost I, I can't remember a single bad milkshake because that means like it was a hand done made milkshake and then you get the mm-hmm. extra so you, like you get what you ordered plus the metal milkshakey thing Mm-hmm. Yeah, Red Robin used to do that. Yeah, do they still? I, I haven't had a milkshake from Red Robin in a very long time. I don't know. I mean, how much can they cost? Twelve dollars, <laughs> probably. Yeah, they're not cheap. I know that much. Um, and so uh, <laughs> they said, "Listen, Leslie, we can't do anything about this. Um, it's hard to come back from a sex scandal with your boss." <laughs> and then Leslie's like, "Oh, please, like you're so pure and chaste." <laughs> I know the two of you are sleeping together. It's obvious with all your glances and sly smiles to which Elizabeth responds. I'm gay. <laughs> and Leslie says, never mind then. <laughs> no, then you're like, look, you're count. You're, you're a great candidate, but it's over. And, uh, so that's not what Leslie wanted to hear at all. And then cut to JJ diner. Um, and Anne is there trying to help Leslie. And she's like, maybe you could find new advisors. And Leslie's like, I can't. Um, I'm, Nobody wants a candidate who's pulling at last milkshake, milkshake sip levels. Um, and then says, listen, this is going to suck. And I'm going to, I'll tell you that every day for a year about how much this sucks. Um, but this will pass. You're going to get through it. And, um, and y- you'll make it. And then Leslie says, look, I don't think I, I don't know. I really, really had my heart set on this new council job. And so she's having a hard time letting go of that. But this is part of losing. And Leslie is a terrible loser. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, she doesn't lose for long because Chris meets with her. And Ron says, Chris told me everything about the whole thing. And I really wish this wouldn't have affected your campaign. Um, And um, (laughs) and Leslie's like, you don't need to apologize. You were very fair. And he's like, I need to apologize. I got you into PCP. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm starting a new group. LSD, Leslie's Sorry Division. (laughs) And so she says she's sorry. And then Chris gives her a present, uh, which is her ID badge because her suspension's been lifted. Um, and so uh, he's like, please come back to work. And so she does. Uh, and then she's leaving and she runs into Ben. And Ben um, is like, hey, I just want to tell you something. Uh, and Leslie's response is, oh, oh, I'm pregnant. Wait, no, that that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> like Ben would be able to tell her. Right. Anyway. Uh, and uh, and then. He's like, I turned down the accounting job. It just didn't feel right. Okay, great. I'm proud of you. Uh, what are you going to do instead? I have no idea. 
Um, and so we'll just see uh, what it is. Um, and then uh, Leslie is like, is going into the parks office and she's like, you should come. And like they're having a party in here. He's like, no, you should go alone. Um, and so she goes in and everybody's there. Merry Christmas, Leslie. They made this little replica of the parks department out of gingerbread. Um, and Leslie's like, I love it. And I love you guys. And, and specifically, <laughs> um, and you all did this. And Ron is like, yes, everyone except me. Turns out I cannot make gingerbread house, uh, which would bother me if I were an eight year old girl, but it did bother him. Mm-hmm. We saw it. <laughs> so, um, and so they all did this and I made a different idea and he lifts up this wood model and he's like, this is a city council chambers and that's you. And it's a candy Leslie next May. Um, and so they're volunteering everybody to be a part of the campaign. Um, and so Anne is doing whatever she can. April is going to be youth outreach. Oh, wait, they drop a banner down. Yes. <laughs> and yes. this is, I, this isn't in like the, the, my notes, but like they drop a banner down, uh, Nope 2012. Uh, and it goes, it goes right in front of Jerry. <laughs> which I love. I was like, Jerry's on the wrong side of the banner. Right. Especially what, when he actually comes into the scene, it all, it ties together. It's perfect. Yes. Um, and so Anne is going to be office manager. April is going to be youth, uh, outreach director of new media. Tom is image consultant, swagger coach. Uh, Andy is security suites, body man, javelin, if need be. <laughs> Donna is transpo, AKA rides in my bends. Uh, and then it cuts to Jerry. He's like, I didn't know we were doing this. I didn't come up with anything. Right. <laughs> so he's left, he's left behind. He's like the banner. It was symbolic. It's great. Yeah. And Ron is like, I'll do whatever else you need. Which, um, and then, and that, that popped in my head too, because Jerry on the fly could have also said like, well, I guess I can do whatever you need, but instead he gets offended and Ron gets to even after Jer- Jerry had a chance, he could have been kind of awesome. Like Ron was and Ron's like, whatever, whatever else you need. I don't know if Jerry was offended as much as just flummoxed. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so, um, and so, yeah, so Leslie now has a campaign team. They're not professionals. They're not going to do a great job a lot of the time. Um, but, uh, you know, Leslie says, you know, finding gift giving is like a sport um, because I always win. But this year, my friends won. And, uh, and so it's really sweet. It's a great ending to this episode. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't stay sweet. Because um, it comes into, uh, a, we see Barney again. And do you have a copy of the script in front of you? No, I do. Yeah. Okay. I think we should just read this. Oh, okay. Because it's just perfect. Okay. All right. Do you want, so who do you, who do you want I, to be? I probably should be, I have a more of a Barney voice, I feel. Okay. Okay. You're Barney. All right. All right. All right. Ready? <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Welcome, Mr. Sapperstein. Thank you so much. I'll just show you to your cubicle. I can't wait. I bet it's a big one, huh, Barney? Uh, yeah, the, the temp agency said that you're fluent in QuickBooks Pro, correct? Oh, right. Yeah, we should cover that. You see, my resume may not actually be accurate, right? So I have no idea what you're talking about. Don't know what QuickBooks are. You don't have any accounting experience? <laughs> no, 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 Barney. Come on. <laughs> but you don't have to be an accountant to know that this girl is at 10. Yo, what up, DS? You come here often <laughs> to my job? <laughs> Ooh, she's got a mouth on her also. Shut it. Is this the new temp who's supposed to help me with the spreadsheets? You want to talk about spreading the sheets? You can go back to my place and I will rock your... You're fired. That makes sense. So I just go out the same way I came in? (laughs) That was terrible, but it's so funny. Now, on the script here. Yeah. And I I watch it with subtitles also. It says, uh, you don't have... You have to. You don't have to be an accountant to know this girl is a ten. Yo, what up, DS? Is it supposed to be DS or is it DS? DS, yeah, like ten. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I think it's supposed. To, I think he's calling her ten in Spanish, but I don't know because I don't know what DS would stand for. Unless he knew her, but he would have called her by her name. So yeah, it must be Spanish. Right. Spanish ten. Yeah, and so I think what happened here is whoever made this uh, authorized transcript um just took it off the subtitles <laughs> and the subtitle person whoever made the subtitles put ds but it should be ds right yes am i not, am i crazy no you're not crazy i think you you've you've because i was thinking the same thing last night i didn't know if he was calling her like some like street nickname thing like was shoddy or something that i've never heard of or like he knew her, her last name but didn't really know her know her like he went to high school but never right. knew her so yeah this that makes a lot more sense 
Oh, this is great. I feel like I learned something. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I did. I, I really like, yeah, I, I, for years, I'm like, what is he saying there? Yeah. Like, I didn't understand it. And then I saw the, the subtitles and I was like, that doesn't make sense. So I wonder if it is, it's got to be 10. Like the little Sebastian um, song. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, I just love John Ralphio in this whole thing. Yeah. He's coming in as a temp. <laughs> doesn't know anything about uh, accounting experience. And his response to Barney is like, no, 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 Barney, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like we, we both know. It's fine. Yeah. He, he didn't break character. He was, he was John Ralphio the entire time. You know, he was just, mm-hmm. he was just himself. He knew you know, he didn't lie. Like that, like at least he didn't lie. Well, he lied on his, his just to get the interview, but you know, but the yeah. thing that's so great about this scene, that's so amazing is that he comes into the office, gets like introduced to Barney. Barney takes him to his cubicle. They go around, they do a walk and talk like the West wing and it ends right back at where they started. And he just keeps walking. Yeah. It's just all one shot, one take through the thing and out the door and cut scene. Oh, it's so perfect. Yeah. You know, and it's interesting too, because Barney is showing John Ralphio to his cubicle, mm-hmm. but John Ralphio is in the lead the whole time. <laughs> right. He's in front of Barney like the whole time. And so Barney, like John Ralphio doesn't know where he's going. He doesn't know what he's doing. Nothing. <laughs> he doesn't know anything about this world. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's so John Ralphio because that's how he lives his life. But he's right. but he's going to take charge. Like he's going to yeah. He's going to be in the lead, even though he has no right. clue what he's doing. So With total it's, confidence. This this epi- this credit scene right here. Yes, is the perfect summation of John Ralphio's entire character arc. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he starts a loser. He will end as a loser. <laughs> But he talked in Tajikistan. <laughs> but he talks a great game the entire time. Yeah. So yeah, it's so perfect. And I, I wonder, I haven't really thought about this until just now. Is this the only credit scene that doesn't have a like full cast member in it? Like because John oh, Ralphio yeah. is not a he's not in every episode. And so I wonder if this is like the only if there are others like this, uh, where it's guests who are taking the lead i'll start I'll, I'll start watching them all over again okay thank you all right report back next week okay all right well i i love this episode um flat out it is an 8.5 on imdb mm-hmm. and i don't know i didn't do any research on the uh trivia or anything was there anything of note that we should mention um i was trying to think about that there wasn't anything really major that i saw okay all right. Well, um, yeah. So I do love that Leslie is uh, quick to use drug titles or drug names mm-hmm. to uh, get her uh, acronyms. So good job on that, Leslie. And then, um, yeah, I think I think the more we get to see Barney, the better. Uh, so John Balma as Barney, and uh, yeah, yeah, the world. Dennis Dennis Feinstein. Like, there's. <laughs> This is a great episode. Well, yeah, and I think it goes back to kind of what we were talking about a couple episodes ago where anytime they can expand or take us more into, the, I don't know, the private sector, as Ben put it, mm-hmm. like it just expands mm-hmm. the world. So we it feels bigger than just that office. So like now in our head, we, we know where Feinstein is. We know this accountant for like, and so the world of Pawnee is getting bigger and bigger, which just, I think it makes it a place where, you know, people would want to visit or live. And so mm-hmm. versus just this, like a friend set. I don't know. And it just seems like, okay, guys hang out here. And that was pretty much it, you know? Right. I don't know why I brought friends into this, but yeah. Catching strays. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. I do think, uh, anytime they build the town, it's better and better. So, and it's, uh, yeah. Uh, Leslie is so committed to seeking the best for this town. That, you know, she can't not do it. And so, even though she's trying to spread the message of PCP. <laughs> so, well, it, it was one of those kind of sentimental ones too, where her friends come along and, you know, now she's down, but they're going to do this really difficult thing. And Ron says, you know, name, point to one person who you haven't put your life on hold to help. So mm-hmm. it's just, and then that's, again, that's one of those kind of um, galvanizing scenes that, 
makes everybody like, oh man, this is a group. This, this is a family. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not just a funny show, guys. No. It's got heart. Heart, my friends. Yeah. So uh, the next episode is The Comeback Kid. So oh, man. More, more campaign shenanigans. Is this... Okay. I, I just need to pull the... Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. yes. I'm, already, I'm already laughing. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, this is my favorite Ben arc. Like, this is just... It's so great. If Yeah. Anyway. I just love how Ben was not here at the beginning mm-hmm. and we get to, we just have so much goodness with Ben. Yeah. Like the next several episodes, like just so, so good. I think him getting fired in disgrace is just one of the best things for the show. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. Why didn't they fire him in disgrace a long time ago? <laughs> at least 12 years ago. Yeah. So, all right. All right. Well, we should go cause it's a half day and I need to pick my kids up. <laughs> oh, we should have done a half episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Uh, it's ridiculous. All right. All right. Other well, than I will see you later. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.